It's the BM squared in case you care that if you aren't watching us, then your hemorrhoids flared. It's the BM squared in case you care. We connect smooth like your Bluetooth paired. It's the BM squared in case you care. You won't be double dog dared. It's the BM squared in case you care. 911, you all are impaired. You're the movement. You're, you're, you're the movement. You're the movement. There you go. There's our cheesy rap. All right. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful. That was poetry. <laughs> yeah, why did little golf clap? Paper. Thank you. I heard that golf clap. I think that was Ben, wasn't it? No, that was me. That was, oh, that was you. Fly. Fresh. Wow. So yeah, so uh, as white as a paper plate in the middle of a snowstorm, you are listening to the BM squared show. The BM squared. Yeah, yeah we're squared. BM Squared. Yeah. yeah squared. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, by the way, movie theaters are now officially open in my area, which I'm super happy about. Does that mean you're, you're renewing your, uh, your movie pass? I will, except for the fact that Maria is insanely paranoid beyond anyone who you could ever imagine. So she's like, please don't go. Please, you can't go. If you go to the movie theater, I can't see my parents for two weeks. But and no one's going to the movie theater. Take the parent, take her parents to the movie theater. They, they, don't, see them they, they are just as paranoid as she is. We went to, um, I was over at her, uh, her, over with her parents today. And she's like, do you want to watch the mailboxes with me? I'm like, okay, sure. We had to wear a mask to the mailboxes 20 feet away. Then she gives me a box to carry back out of the the um, the the mail mailbox I had. I okay, so when you, when you said it, when she asked you if you wanted to watch the mailbox, that's what I thought you said. If you want to watch the mailbox, no, so first I'm thinking box. he's talking about the movie, the mailbox, which I think isn't that the movie where those like the magical mailbox where stuff from the future and the past was able to pass through the mailbox. But I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if he actually met going to an actual mailbox? And sure enough. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, mean, I seriously, I got back. We got back and I put the box down and I patted her on the back or on the arm or something on her shirt. And she goes, your hands are contaminated. And I was like, dude, at this point, I'm done. I just can't yeah, anymore I with this. It's like there was one time I had to wash my hands five times in one minute because, oops, I touched the top of the trash can. Oh, wash your hands. They're contaminated now. I opened it, put something in, closed it. Wash your hands again. It just, it's out of control. Tell you what, if you bust some stock on Lysol, man, or the company that owns Lysol. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, she does Instacart, and I can't stand Instacart because, like, groceries are $50 more a week than they should be. And Did you hear what people were doing? This was, like, back when, like, COVID first started. This Instacart thing all of a sudden took off. Mm. So people were offering, like, these insane tips for people so they can get further, like, they can, they can jump the line. And... Then they would, like, as soon as they said, okay, I bought your stuff and I'm on the way to drop it off, they would cancel the tip. Yeah, I've heard about that. I'm like, that's so, that's scummy, scummy yeah. stuff, man. 
But she'll get like the Instacart stuff. She'll bring it in. She'll bring out the Lysol wipes and wipe everything down. Including you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I had to go get the groceries. Hey, at least it's not like those sci-fi movies, you know, where like any in like the space station and any time you go to like a different room in the space station, you have to go through like a decon chamber. Oh, we have to do that. That's next weekend. <laughs> oh, or, or, or like they have it in those, they have it in the prison movies when they when they have to get the sows as soon as they get into the prison, they just throw powder on them and then hit them with a hose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or the dude. other way around, they hit them with the hose and then they hit them with the powder. One of the two. Yeah. So so yeah, that's what that's I'm kind of dealing with. Go to like. every time he comes home from anywhere, his his wife will throw the his wife will tell him to strip naked, hit him with the hose, and then throw the powder on him. Oh god, yeah, you don't want to do that. Oh man, I got stories about that. Of course you do. Yeah. I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Oh man, the the state's being sued yet again for that. I mean, this it's happened like 50 times. So like, you're constantly getting sued. But lately, it's been ramping up because the the prisoners. The, in case you guys didn't, know, I used to work for corrections. Uh, but no. anyway, the well, prisoners yeah, that, have wised up to the fact that the chemical is toxic, okay. like extremely toxic. And they, it's probably worse than whatever bug you might be carrying. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were we were ta- uh, chatting before. Uh, me and Mike were chatting before about like how bad is getting in california that like a certain uh popular podcast uh hosted by a conservative jewish guy uh is actually he just built new studios in los angeles and him is an entire company they're all going to move to tennessee even though they just built these new studios because it just they can't take it there anymore and i'm like yeah it's just people are going to leave like, so, uh, people, yeah. like houses in Connecticut are going up and up because we have an issue because uh, we're next to New York and everybody's leaving New York. They're all moving to Connecticut. You can get you can sell a house that's worth like uh, uh, two hundred thousand dollars for almost three hundred thousand right now. Well, and also people in California are relocating in general. Like a lot of people are moving from mm-hmm. the Bay Area into like the smaller towns because. They can sell their their house that's as big as like a bathroom, and get enough money to go into a small town and buy a house that's like four houses big. So they, they were talking on the, the they were talking on the radio the other day about um, how New York's never going to recover mm-hmm. after the COVID thing because now that everybody realized that they could stay at home and do their job and not have to lit not not pay twelve thousand dollars a month for a bathroom sized apartment yeah. and once they realize that and they can go live outside of the city still do their job why would they go into the city and then spend five dollars on a hot dog or ten dollars on a coffee or whatever the prices are i'm just making them up but they're new york's always more expensive than anywhere else because they have a city sales tax on top of the state sales tax mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you have to pay to leave unless you, if you drive you have to pay to leave the island Mm-hmm. There's a toll to leave. It's like that episode of Dukes of Hazard. You ever you guys watched Dukes of Hazard? Way back. Yeah, a long okay, time ago. Yeah, so there was this one episode where Boss Hog was uh he was he's always doing some scheme to make money and he uh he was having a concert at the bar that he owned and 
uh, the Duke boys were like, well, he's not charging anybody for admission. What do you mean he ain't charging anybody for admission? So they go and like, they're about to go down there and tell him, hey, you know, maybe we had you wrong. And they're, you know, ready to make peace with him. And they find out that, yeah, he didn't charge people to go in. He charged them to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. When the concert's over, you want to get the hell out of there. You want to go home. It's the same thing with New York. Whenever you're done with whatever you went there for, you want to get the hell out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like 25 bucks. 25 bucks to get the hell out of here. T- here. <laughs> I paid double. Give me the hell out. Yeah. So, yeah. Here's so, a- guys, all right. Uh, Mike, do you have a, an example? Right, or? So, first off, our topic we got is basically. I, I kind of touched on, a, I don't know if you could say a controversial mention at the end of the last time where I came up with a game where I think they should have stopped after the very first game in the series and not continued, even though it's a popular series. So that's essentially what the topic is, is games that we think should should have stopped on their first, first entry. Yeah, uh, okay. Games that should have stopped at their first entry. Okay. Yeah. Now I can already hear Matt at this point. Well, of course, my my choice would be Gradius because <laughs> they, they didn't need a Gradius two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight, or Light yeah, one through twelve, or or Salamander one through three, or or uh, actually I think Salamander same thing as Life Force. But it was what was the other one? They don't need Salamander or Life Force. They, they, they need R type. Complete and extra complete and, and director's cut and yeah. So, but what's no, the name of that? What, what's the name of that one that's on the Turbo Graphics 16 and always gets all the money? It's the they queued them up where yes. it's the little girl as a witch. Oh, uh, magical conquest or something like that. Mag- magic magical chase. Chase, yes, that's what it was. Magical chase, and it's also it's also known as cotton if you get it from Japan. Yeah, so he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that either. He doesn't like the the cute ups. Yeah, they can go. He doesn't like that. No more Oopa Loopa. Don't like him either. That's almost a side scroller. All right, so let me. uh, I lost everybody on that one. Okay, I'm gonna for 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 you keep to keep going. I'm gonna jump in on the one that I wasn't gonna start with, but I think this series really should have died after the first one mainly because it was never really a good series until it finally hit the Dreamcast, and that would be the Sonic series. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sonic series so not like, like garbage. You don't like Tails? I don't mind Tails. It's just all you do in Sonic is watch yourself go fast and just hit the jump button now and then. It, it feels like there's, there's just not much to it except for it just wants to be fast, and that's it. Yeah. See, what's funny is that most of the time people don't like the first one. They like the second one. Or they like the first one, but they like the second one better. That's usually the one that's everybody's favorite is Sonic 2. Mm-hmm. Because they finally mastered how to make the Sonic th- the Sonic game. And the first one, they, it was too much uh, stop for a second. Okay, what's the way? Do I go this way? Or I got to stop and make these jumps and not hit the spikes. More, you know, Mario stuff, mm. which shouldn't be in a Sonic game. Sonic's supposed to be about speed. How fast can you go? You know, let's show off this blast processing, which it technically wasn't even doing blast processing. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Star Fox in a way. It's like, well, it's a game, but we really just want to show off what we figured out how to do. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like Sonic. 
Actually, my Sonic One is I do prefer over Sonic Two, mostly because like I had it with my Genesis. I think it's probably I don't know if it's nostalgic, but now that you're bringing it up, maybe I did maybe I just prefer it. I don't know, but I liked I didn't mind Sonic game. Adventure, maybe right? Which is kind of ironic because most people don't like Sonic Adventure. But oh, I do, I do. Okay, good. I think a lot of it's because I got so used to hearing the uh, theme song on Sonic Adventure when I was playing Fantasy Star Online. I'm like, dude, I gotta just try this game. And yeah, well, Sonic was Adventure was different, but, you know, like it was an yeah. actual game. Like, yeah. like I agree what you were saying about before, like the Genesis ones, where like you don't really do anything. It's almost like all those those touchscreen games that we have now for our smartphones. Oh yeah. Where, like all you do, like they auto run. And you just tap occasionally, and it like the character jumps mm-hmm. a little. It's yeah. almost like okay. the precursor to that. But then the uh-huh. on the Dreamcast, they changed it up and they actually made it so there's like platforming, there's other stuff, and there's you got special moves and different things, and and there's all the other shit you could do too. You could like raise a farm and hit it with aim. I don't know if any. I don't know if any of you guys have uh, the Switch, but they released that Mario 3D All Stars. And I've been playing that like crazy. What, what's that Mario one like? It's uh, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, uh, all ported over to the Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Mario that's Sunshine cool. is like for me is the gem in that one because that's like like even when I had a GameCube like back when it was out like I never owned Mario Sunshine, so I never played it much. Yeah. It, okay. Out of all of them, um, it's got out of all the reviews, it's the one that's been reviewed as having the best visual upgrade, and it just looks gorgeous. Okay. Absolutely yeah, cool. I'm. I'll be very interested. Well, if you if you wanted the physical copy, they're only doing one print, and then digitally, it's only available to the end of March as a oh. bundle. I, I'm pretty sure they're just going to split the games off into thirty dollar single titles. Or you could this just buy, I, buy it from somebody on eBay for like three hundred bucks. You know, yeah, they're gonna pay yeah, for the saga. It, you know, I have a, I have a physical copy and I have a digital copy. So I played a digital copy and the physical copy is sitting in the envelope. It came in in my closet, waiting and then waiting and waiting and then in I'm gonna some money out of somebody i'm gonna get them they're gonna pay me so much money for that thing oh it's gonna well, be great you know what they're really gonna do though it's gonna be like 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 i was saying pants dragon saga somebody's gonna have to buy it off ebay for like 200 300 bucks whatever it's going for they're gonna make a copy of it and then return it to you you can't copy those it. sd cards how do you copy what uh, they're SD cards. You can't, they're specially made SD cards. You can't copy them. Dude, people know, know how to ROM dump everything. So okay, they can the, easily do it. Like if I sent it to you, if I sent it to you right now, if I magically was able to give it to you right now, you would not be able to copy it. Well, I'm sure there's probably a, some sort of software or, or device that would actually ROM dump it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure there's people who have it, and that's what they do. But if I gave it to say, if you were to do it, it would take you all weekend to figure it out. Yeah, but I'd still have time to return it back to you. Okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the smarts to do this, then why are you even bothering buying it to begin with? Why don't you download it? 
Well, yeah, but then you have to go out and find it, I guess. I don't know. I'm not I'm not doing that. So I don't have what is it, Switch? Remember yeah. my newest system's like a Wii? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm way back there. Yeah. They do have it. Like it, Mike is right in the sense that like people are doing it. It's fairly commonplace. Like my brother, he has a whole library of Switch games that obviously someone ripped and he downloaded them and he emulates. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying to him. It's like if, if you unless you like you know like him personally like right now with the level of knowledge you don't know how to do it. You'd have to order the equipment to do it. You'd have to learn how to do it. But they go find it online. Well, I could probably figure that out. Maybe they just want to be off the grid. I probably could have a couple games by tonight if I wanted to, you know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, maybe they just want to be off the grid. Maybe they just want to not get have you know traceable that they downloaded this game from the site. They'll just go through eBay to get it, like they're actually buying it, and then return it back to you, you know. And and no one's going to know at that point. I ha- I've had people who did that. They've bought games off of me, and they literally bought it. They they return it to me within the 30-day return window that eBay makes you honor, even though you could say you don't want returns. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they returned the game on me, and I literally just went. And I sent the message like, I hope you had fun beating it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I unlocked everything. 30 days. That's all I did. Yeah. They just used me as a rental. Exactly. Free rental, actually. Yeah. So, well, do you, you have to pay the shipping back for that yourself, don't you, or, or do they pay the shipping? I let them. I let them keep it because the game was like, I think they paid like less than ten dollars for it, and it would have cost me like three bucks to ship it back to me. And I'm like, well, at that point, you know what? Just keep it. Yeah. Just keep it. You, <laughs> I know. I know what you did. You had the game for twenty nine days, and all of a sudden you're bringing it back to me saying, oh, it doesn't work. It took you four, it took almost four. Actually, it took you more than four weeks to figure out it didn't play in your system. You know, really, come on. <laughs> All right. So who's got one? All right, I got one. All right. Uh, you, some of you, Mike, you probably haven't even played this, uh, which is too bad. You should play the first one because it's, it's ultra fantastic. But uh, The Last of Us. Oh uh, yeah. So they had The Last of Us, and then The Last of Us Two was released recently. And there's a whole kerfuffle Last about that. Last of Us 2, I was going to hold on to my PlayStation 4 to play that. And then as soon as I heard that there was some... As soon as I heard some... I don't want to get us in trouble. So as soon as I heard about it and what was going on in that game... I well, was the thing like, is... Uh, yeah, I'm why I bring it up, though... I, I think it's interesting to discuss because The Last of Us 2 is a fantastic game. And you definitely should play it. But what they, what I think Naughty Dog made a mistake about, is titling it, making it a series, and that I think is really what angered a lot of people, because the, especially with the huge gap between the two games, people had so many hopes and dreams tied up in the sequel, and then when they killed off the main character right over the beginning, you know, the main guy Joel that everyone loves, unceremoniously just. Don't give away too much. I know that's obvious, but but I haven't played the second one, and I'm only most of the way through the first. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm not gonna get a huge spoilers. I mean, I mean that that's not a big spoiler because that yeah, happens yeah, that's, like that's in known. the first yeah, like known. two minutes of the game. Yeah, that's known. Oh, by um, the way, if you're listening, um, at approximately uh, 19 minutes and 10 seconds, Barrett gave a spoiler, so you might want to turn your volume down at that point. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, so <laughs> so and that pissed off a lot of longtime fans and stuff. I mean, I think it's a little dumb that people got that upset about it. Because uh, really, I mean, it's like you should be able to look past things like that. Like, it's still a really fantastic game. And in many ways, better than the first game. But I think it could have been easily, they could have just, you know, pleased a lot of people. They could have pleased diehard fans. They could have pleased other people by just changing the name and just not making it a series. Just saying, oh, we have this new game that we've made. Especially because nothing in the second game really needs to be related to the first game. Like the ideas, the themes of the story, the things they wanted to explore really don't have anything to do with the first game hell they don't even have anything to do with zombies so the whole setting really is unnecessary hmm. the zompocalypse you know, never, they, they, all these games they never uh the also like oh the walking dead they never use the word zombie they always had like some other name oh, for the creature oh. but they had the uh, people in mexico calling them uh sombre <laughs> so there you go well, it's probably intellectual property uh, I don't know whether it's uh, Romero or, or who, but you know, there's probably someone who owns a copyright on the term. Zombie. No, I, I think what it is is they, they, they talked to the guys who created uh, The Walking Dead, and they said they, they just said in their universe the word zombie never was a word. Well, yeah, know I what know, but what I'm saying is that probably that was made, written into the lore because of the lawyers. That's a weird thing to own. And, no, that's because there's been addiction. a lot of zombies, a lot of zombie stuff. Yeah, I mean, zombies just is just a word, just an English word. Yeah, it's just a well, word. Yeah, you can't copy, still. Can't, that's how you can copyright it as a title. Like you can't just name a movie zombie because there's probably a, a movie already called zombie. There is. But yeah, you know, you, but to go and say you can't use that to describe <laughs> the monster, it'll be the same thing. Like you can't use Frankenstein's monster. You have to call it something else. Well, then you it's in the public domain. It's way too old. But so the word zombie is way more recent than you think. Okay, so hold on. I'm it would not be public people. domain yet. Well, let's let's go back to Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead, I think, used the word zombie, didn't it? And that was Night of the Living Dead is is in the public domain. It's probably the most successful public domain movie there is. Is that the that's the Romero one though, isn't it? Yeah. That wouldn't be public domain. That's not public yeah. domain. I think public no, domain is it's, it's is, a public domain. It's life of the author plus seventy five years. Yeah. And Romero's not yeah, even dead, it, so they wouldn't even told him seventy five no, years. Has to, there's a reason for it. There, I, I I don't remember the whole story, but there's a reason why it fell into the public domain. Somebody screwed up something. Huh. Well, you can't. I mean, it's literally. No, in, I think I think cannot. Can, there is think, no legal way to do it. It's period. I think, I think it's the life of, of the, the author plus seventy five years. Can the owner of the copyright make it public domain? No, that's a misconception. Mm. Now they could do it, and and basically, so what what it is is it's it's treated kind of like a little gentleman's agreement. Like, okay, I you know said this, I've said, oh, I'm releasing it to people, blah blah blah, but it's kind of like implicitly agreeing not to sue people. But technically, you can't give up your copyright, and there have oh. been examples. Okay, I just, of, I, I just want to chime in real quick. The uh, the word zombie was actually a Brazilian word, um, but it, it, uh, it's been around since 1819. It is an actual word, so there's no copyright on it. Well, no, that doesn't mean that's not how copyright works. But it's an actual word. It doesn't well, matter. I think we saw a lot of things. First, a lot of things person. are words, but you can still have, uh, and it's not necessarily just a copyright too. I mean, it could also be a trademark. 
It was first recorded in 1819. But the first person that um, trademarked it would be the person that owns the copyright. Yeah, basically, or a trademark. And I don't know which it is. And I don't know that this is necessarily the case. I mean, I'm just guessing. But this kind of thing happens constantly. In fact, just the other okay. day I was reading an article about a different game that – or no, it wasn't a game. It was a movie where they had to change something because of this exact kind of thing. Someone owned a term, and so they couldn't use that term, and they had to change it to something else. So okay. it, it just – it could be anyway. Night of the Living Dead entered the public domain in the United States because the original theatrical distributor, the Walton Reed Organization, failed to place a copyright indication on the prints, which at the time was the rule under copyright laws. Not anymore, but at the time. And the way that law is used, it was whatever was the law at the time. Even if they went to court today, they would say, well, what was the law when the movie came out? Not what it is now. So because of that, Night of the Living Dead is part, is part of public domain. Because they screwed up. They yeah. didn't put the copyright thing on the film. Even further than that, you've got uh, I Walked with a Zombie, 1943, and White Zombie, 1932. Yeah, I don't think that one is registered or, uh, or patented or whatever. So, I mean, it's, it's even going back for Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, but uh, if if they had it, start from, it's it still start probably from wouldn't have gone in public domain. Zombies. Just because whoever made it, probably you know, like let's say they made the white zombie movie or whatever, you know, whoever made that. No, he's talking about the word zombie. I don't think he's talking about that being public domain. The only one that I think is public domain is Night of the Living Dead because they screwed up when they made the movie. Um, oh yeah. Another one. Another one would be uh, that Christmas one. Um, what's that Christmas one where the, uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings? A Wonderful Life. Oh so yeah, movie, yeah. Yeah, that movie, A Wonderful Life, was in the public domain, but then they were able to gain the rights back because of the music. Mm. Their lawyers went through and they were looking for any reason that they can get the copyright back, and they found out that part of the soundtrack is copyrighted. Yeah, well, that still doesn't give them a copyright to the rest of it. It's just so the copyright. Yeah, but a, a judge said it did. Well, and you know the country. We live yeah, in that's, now. That's probably just <laughs> whoever wrote the article about this, you know, in the news or, or put it on Wikipedia or whatever, probably didn't understand the nuance of it. But yeah, it doesn't work like that. It, <laughs> the copyright's basically like a it's like a bundle of sticks, you know. Do you get so like when you say oh, a movie's copyrighted, it really isn't like a movie's copyrighted. Every little individual, hundreds and hundreds of facets of the movie are individually copyrighted. The hmm. script is copyrighted. The individual songs are copyrighted. The songs in the arrangement are copyrighted. Mm-hmm. The order of the songs is copyrighted. You know, it's all Whoa. the shit, right? Crazy. So the only way that you – like there is a – I think there might be uh, for the colorized version of Night of the Living Dead, that might be copyrighted because they changed the work. And that allows them to, to – to, it's considered to be a new piece of work. So you can yeah, that is something that. that can be done. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's also the same way you could do parody. Like when they did dumb Starbucks, they were able to get away with it because they had the word dumb on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a little bit different. So the, the there is a different analysis that courts use for parody. So the the effect can be the same, but the way you go through it's a little bit different. So the uh, 
it's a lot easier to do the thing like you were talking about, like making a movie, a black and white movie color or something, because the, yeah. the legal precedent for that is just yes, no. You know, so you do it. Boom. Yes. Automatic. You don't have to go through a whole nitty gritty analysis and argue a bunch of points. Whereas with parody, mm-hmm. you're basically arguing fair use. And that's like a whole complicated thing. And there's a lot of places where you could lose. And yeah. So we're, we're going to do an, uh, we're going to change the name of the show to not the Howard Stern show. <laughs> we do all of Howard Stern's bits. You know, I, I was thinking about the I was thinking about the, the other day. He had this one bit. It was um, it was called one question, and he as soon as you ask your question, he'd answer it and he'd hang up on you. So people would call up and say, "Wow, am I really on the air? You sure are." Next caller. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Next caller. So I wanted to getting back kind of on the subject. What's interesting <laughs> is that when when you mentioned The Last of Us. Um, I, I was watching a, a YouTube video, and it turns out he was revealing, you know, games coming to Kickstarter, and Last of Us actually going to board game, short soon. I uh, I don't know how they would adapt it to a board game. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's even such know a story driven game. I mean, that would be like making Game of Thrones the board game, or you know, something like no, that. Like, it worked. I think that would be cool. Yeah, that does exist. Gosh, I don't know how they would do that. You know? There are there's quite a bit of story driven board games. A lot of them are are legacy games also, which is technically just a one play game. So you get the game, you play it once. You usually end up marking up the board with whatever whatever you've accomplished or wherever you've gone, and then after that, the game's done. But a lot of them a lot of them lead to or lend to like some sort of big story and branches and so forth that you go down yeah i mean i guess but it just it just still seems so weird like it wouldn't be rewarding like like so you probably never played either of the games right the one or two no i haven't all right but I, i'll tell you you know what that i mean just spoiling it it's one of those like crazy emotional roller coasters it's it's like when you watch them it's the closest game i've ever played where to like the idea of being a, an interactive movie where it's got all of the incredible cinematic storytelling and the the emotionality of a of a really well done movie, like a deep movie that makes you think, it makes you feel, all mm. sorts of things. But there's interactive elements in it, and I just don't know that a board game could ever do something like that. Mm. I mean, I guess if they changed it completely, like and you know, added a whole bunch of gameplay mechanics and whatnot, like I guess sure they could make an adventure game out of it or something, but then why even call it The Last of Us? I mean, it's kind of like my complaint about the second video game. It's like, when change things up and do all this other shit, well, why even call it the same thing? Just make up a new IP for it. Because it will sell that way. Yeah, but it bit him in the ass. It didn't sell too well, did it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're on the topic here. Um, I'm going to say one of the games that they probably shouldn't have bothered making sequels. Hold on, for hold was... on. Wait, Ben, wait, hold on. Seriously. Let me, before you do that, Matt, do you have one? Yeah, because I was going to probably get going in like five minutes. I was going to mention, well, I was thinking long and hard about it, actually. When I was looking through a big little list of all these series. The only thing I can think of is it, it's does not quite there, but just the game that was uh, still just as fun almost maybe, but but they just did the same thing every time was Halo. 
I mean, um, I, I, I actually liked. I actually liked the other ones. Yeah, I give you clap too. But, you know, I really like the other ones. You know, they're fun, but they're the same thing. You know. I'll take it a step further. I don't even think you should add Halo One. Oh, you had fun. I I had fun when we were trying to break the game and just kill each other. That, that's still enjoying the game. The, the 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 actual game itself is people looked at it as so revolutionary. Halo is the Final Fantasy of first-person shooters. It is mediocre in every <laughs> single way possible. But yet Halo. still, everyone thinks it's like the greatest thing ever. All right, is, I will step is, in. Yeah. Oh, if you don't mind, dude, if you got something to say, go ahead. Oh, I got one say. thing. Halo, Halo is a lot of fun because you could do uh, two-player through the campaign. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if it wasn't yeah. for that, I never would have gotten into it. But the fact I could do two player through the campaign, so you and a buddy could beat the game together, I think is cool. Yeah, and, and it okay. wasn't it wasn't inventive. It was just iterative, taking taking lots of good things from everybody else. But but the way they did it, the combination was good. You know, it wasn't it's, like it's, you know. It's, it's nice to play a first person shooter where I don't have to. If I want to play with other players, we don't have to be against other players or against each other. It could just be me and the other player against the computer. You know what other game you could have done that on Ben? It's called Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were doing that way back in the day. The game is totally Doom, but but you know, I mean, they they they. You could do the campaign with multiplayer on the, on Doom. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, I know that. Okay. Yeah, we so were dialing, dialing you up on that across the street. Sorry. Okay, you're going ahead. Well, maybe I, oh, maybe yeah. I did do that, and I don't remember. A long time ago. I would say in uh, in defense of Halo, it, it doesn't make it itself a greater game. It's one of those things where I'm glad that it exists because it did pave the way for a lot of other shit. Yeah. Like, for example, it was one of the first shooters to have, on console at least, halfway decent controls. Like, if you mm. think back, remember what shooters used to be like before mm-hmm. that. The god-awful, nightmarish controls on controller was mm-hmm. terrible. This was the first one to have you know, the twin-stick controls, you know, using the shoulder buttons, all that. Um, and yeah. it, it made multiplayer a lot easier, a lot more accessible, and it pioneered a lot of the gameplay mechanics that we take for granted now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, beyond just the basic shooter stuff, but the basic things like cover mechanics and uh, you know the shield that recharges after a time and auto saving. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, auto saving! <gasps> I'm very <laughs> thankful for that. Uh, yeah, they had a lot of little things, but yes, the controller thing was a big one. Well, uh, yeah. control. I don't know because I know that Half Life and Red Fraction, or the Red Faction, it's Red Faction. The, the song of Red Faction. Red Faction on PlayStation 2 also used that same type of control. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So those And those might have been before Halo. I think Halo was first. Uh, I, mean, I could no, be wrong. It's, no, I, I th- I I'm, I, I'm not sure. You know, there's a very good chance that Halo was before those. Because, well, I know Red Faction was pretty close to a launch title because it's the third PlayStation but, 2 game I bought. And I got PlayStation 2 pretty close to, you know, when it was actually yeah becoming. The PlayStation a- 2 came out. The PlayStation 2 came out before the Xbox. Yeah, that's true. 
And if Halo was a launch title for the Xbox, so that means it came out at the same time, and you were saying that you got it pretty close. You, I think Red Faction did come out before Halo did. Oh. Check it. Yeah, I still would okay. give the credit to Halo, though, because no one bought Red Faction. So I don't think it really would have made much of a, a an impact on the industry the way Halo did. How about Halo parties, guys? People had Halo parties. They literally That's would true. get together. I like, I like four like Mario Party. Four <laughs> What's that? I think you're talking like Mario Party, but a Halo version. Yeah, you get all the Halo guys. It's all the, the Microsoft guys. Uh, and they go and they walk around on a map. And then they have to do special games. One of them is uh, uh, shooting each other. And then another one is jumping on each other. And then... The other one, and there's one where they're screwing each other. It's 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 a very <laughs> adult game, but it's <laughs> yeah. It's <like> wipeout. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know, you, in a way, you're not. I mean, I know you're being silly, but you're not far from the truth. Because remember, Red versus Blue. I mean, that was another yep. thing too. That was one of the first games that allowed the what we now call machinima. You know, where you could just go in and you could enable the special mode where it's like you just you're it's camera only. And you, you're not actually, you know, there's no AI, so you can move the characters around and you can basically make your own little sandbox. And I, I we, love that you're talking about Machinima because in that red versus blue, when I first saw that, we could do this could actually even be an episode topic at one point. When did you start feeling old? Because I heard all this great stuff about red versus blue, and then I watched it, and oh my god, that I feel old. I'm like, <laughs> I don't get this at all. I don't get this. What the hell is <laughs> Like, I understand what they're doing. I'm not confused. I just don't think this is good. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm, I'm out. out. Oh, we're losing Oh, uh, see you, man. Right. I actually got to go fairly soon, too. I got to eat something. Uh, but I wanted oh. to, like, you know, at least chat a little bit with you guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have one I want to throw out definitely before Barrett goes just to get his reaction to this one. <laughs> oh, Okay, well, do I get to go or no? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Punch up. Hmm. But the, the on Nintendo, why did they they, they needed Power Punch two, which was supposed to be the unofficial sequel, and then Super Punch Out on Super Nintendo? Why did they even bother making those when Punch Out just had it? That was yeah. it. If anything, on Super Nintendo, maybe make Super Punch Out should have been the original game just with a little bit better graphics, like I they did with All, Mario All Stars. But What's that? I thought it was the original Super. I thought Super Punch Out was a, like a remake of the original arcade version. No, no, it was a sequel. Oh. Peace out, guys. All right, see ya. Hey, see ya. The Power Punch Two was supposed to be Punch Out Two, but Nintendo didn't make it. They had another company make it, and then Nintendo, I think, pulled out at the last minute. But the company already had the game made, so they just pushed it out. Instead of calling it Punch Out 2, it became Power Punch 2, which I don't know why they kept the two. But... <laughs> that is funny. I remember when I came out, I'm like, Power Punch 2? Where the hell is Power Punch 1? Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, if I'm going to play games, I want to play them in order. You know? I'm going to I'm gonna check that one out on YouTube after this. Cause I've never heard of that one. Power Punch 2? Yeah. Okay, so Power Punch 2, uh, this time you're Mike Tyson. But you can, they didn't use Mike Tyson because they lost the Tyson rights, but it's it's Mike Tyson. When you see the graphics, it's Mike Tyson. And you're in space having boxing matches against aliens. 
Does this sound stupid? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely got to see this one. Thank you for that one. Yeah. Likewise. I yeah, actually have. Dumb. Go ahead. Sorry. Is it? It's dumb. That's all. Go ahead. Sadly, I actually have a few that I'd actually want to throw and get Barrett's opinion on. First one, though, big time, should not have gone past the first game, is Dragon Warrior, also known as uh, Dragon Quest. Oh, yeah, yeah, I so agree. That should, uh, by the time it got over here, it was so dated, but the problem was Dragon Warrior 2 was just a, so far of a step back in the battle system, it was just unplayable. I remember one of my friends in school had Dragon Warrior, and I thought it was so cool. So I went and I spent the 50 bucks or whatever it was to get Dragon Warrior. And no lie, a month later, my cousin got the same game for free because he subscribed to Nintendo Power Magazine. I wanted to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it came you out think, on Nintendo the Power. States here about the same time as Final Fantasy and, and things like Ultima Exodus and Legacy of the Wizard, those games had already been out for a while. So it was pretty dated when we finally got it. Uh, I thought it was a great game. I loved beating it. I even went ahead and uh, I saved it. Uh, well, I had to save it anyways, but I, I made sure that I didn't erase my save or anything, and I went through And when he said at the end of the game, would you join me? And I said yes. Oh, yeah, you got to. And then all of a sudden it's just it's just game over. You're like yeah. your guy turns evil and that's the end of it. And then you're like, ah shit. Now I gotta hit reset, go back into my save, and get all the way through here again so I actually can fight this guy. Could you imagine <laughs> a person that actually hit power at that point and deleted their character? <laughs> Start I don't over. need this game anymore. I took the evil route. That's over now. Alright, so I got a couple others I want to throw out while we still got Barrett here. Another game that should have stopped after the first game of the series, Metal Gear. Oh, hell yes. Hell yeah. And I'm not talking solid. I don't think I've liked any of them. I never got into any of the Metal Gear games. Uh, I would say if you play any of them, play the first one on PlayStation. Just emulate it. Metal Gear Solid 1. But it's all downhill. I well, I, I'm going back to that. I'm talking about like MSX, Nintendo, Metal Gear, everything after that. I oh, really, yeah. wish, I really wish they never had Snake's Revenge. Even though Snake's Revenge is one of my top three, I really wish they didn't do it because that then caused the guy to create Metal Gear 2, and then that led to Solid and all these Solid games. And it's the best way I've I've heard this guy worded is. He makes a great story. That's it. Not a great game, a great story. And I have to agree with that. Oh, I wouldn't even well, go that far. I would say he's too crack-brained to write a good story. <laughs> like, I think isn't he's... This... Oh, go ahead. I was like, isn't this the same uh, series, like when they did Metal Gear Solid, where there was one game where it was like like an hour-long cutscene? Yeah. Or something yeah. like that? Like the cutscene went on so long, you had to go and just hit the button on your controller every once in a while just to keep your controller from falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. Uh, yeah. And that's probably like the intro to the game too. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that, like all of a sudden your system your, your system turns off in the middle of a cutscene because you didn't touch the controller and your system thought you went to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're at the end of the cutscene and pops down. <laughs> so the last one that I wanted to mention with Barrett here, um, and then I got one more for you, Ben. I don't know if you have any more. Barrett, do you have any more? No. Okay. That was the only thing I think of. The one that I want to mention is Silent Hill. And okay, I actually, what's the reasoning? I actually wanted to go with also Resident Evil with this, but Resident Evil 2 actually had a pretty good second game. Silent Hill, I, I think when Silent Hill came out, it came out at that time where Resident Evil 2 had already been out. Resident Evil 3 was coming up, so there's that little gap where that, that genre was just starting to take off and it was really popular. And Konami's like, here's our game. It's totally whacked out. Um, so it took off. But by the time you got to Silent Hill 2, it's now, what, it's PlayStation 2. You've got all these Resident Evils now. You've got 3 and, Co- and Code Veronica and uh, 4 hadn't been out yet. But um, and then all these other spin-offs like yeah, like Countdown Vampires, um, Carrier, all these Countdown other games. Sing this song, dude. Sorry. It was so like <laughs> there were so many of them, it was so watered down that when I got Silent Hill 2, I'm like, I, I'm just doing the same thing again, and it's not fun. Okay. Tried- yeah, yeah. Um, I would. I, I would I, say. I never played Silent Hill. Is that was that any good? So the first one is hard to get through just because the it's so old. It was like one of the first PlayStation games, and it, the graphics are just really bad. And it's, but the story is fantastic. And and I would say I highly recommend playing the series because it's probably I would say one of the best game series of all time. Second one is I would say like in my top ten games of all time. Third one really really good. Fourth one fantastic and i don't know where i don't think they had anything after that uh i do highly recommend them i get what mike's saying that like just at the time like it was maybe bad marketing there was sort of a fatigue of this sort of stuff but if you can get it past that and just like look at it fresh like i think they are well-crafted games Mm -hmm. no i'll agree they're well-crafted there's another thing that really burned me about this is that you had silent hill 2 on playstation 2 which is what i bought first yeah, I got through the game, and then they came out with Silent Hill 2, the director's cut on Xbox, and I'm like, okay, dump my PlayStation 2 one, get the Xbox version, because it has the Maria mode, and I literally, I kid you not, I wish Matt was still on here, because he witnesses. I started playing that, and I got about an hour into it, and Matt knocked on the door, and I opened it up, I'm like, hey, check it out. I've got the Maria mode finally on this. And she literally walked out of the building, threw the gun over the fence. I'm like, what's going on? And it ended one hour afterwards. <laughs> and so that's another thing that I think kind of soured me on the game. But, I mean, it's it was just too much. I mean, I was buying all of them. I, I did buy things like Carrier and Countdown Vampires and Fatal Frame and... Um, what else? There are just so many. Is Fatal, is Fatal Frame is that the same series as Silent Hill? No, no, like, no, no. That's like different? one of those okay. ones where you like walk around and you you can't fight at all. Like you take like photos and shit, and you like. I tried to play it on the Xbox, 
and uh, this one with the camera, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played it a little bit. I'm like, no, I'm, I was just wondering, like, because you mentioned it talking about Silent Hill, that it was maybe like, like you know, like the games were in the same universe or something. Fatal no. Frame's good for a while. Mm. I think it overstays its welcome pretty quick. So you think that they should, like, well, you almost said Resident Evil. Yeah. And But, like, but then you talk about Resident Evil 2, and I got me thinking about Resident Evil 3, and, like, if Resident Evil 2 was a new game today, and then they were to come out with Resident Evil 3, wouldn't it just be a DLC? Because it's the same assets. Yeah, the same location. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I remember being disappointed when I played that too. Like, because I, I, I like two was really good, uh, and then I get the three, and I'm like, it's just they just took two and they just changed the story. And added yeah. a really sucky character. I don't like Jill Valentine. Never did since the first one. Yeah. I think no, she seemed weaker than than Chris. So like, she gets bit once, she's dead. Of course, you can carry two extra items, but if I if I die on the first bite, there's no point. <laughs> All right, guys. So well, I gotta that... I gotta make something to eat. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. Yeah. Good to talk to you. And then there were two. Hmm. So, which is okay. I, I got they, another one. That... They, they should have stopped after Super Mario Brothers one. No, you know what? They should have stopped after Mario Brothers. Yes. Stocked under Donkey Kong. Yes. There should have been no more appearances of Mario. They should have stopped after that. They should have replaced him with some Japanese character. Was it, no, you know, somebody was talking, was asking me, like, why is this Japanese company's mascot an Italian plumber? Does any like... <laughs> so I got one... He was their landlord in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think of that story when I, it was a friend of mine who went and asked me that, and, uh, and I didn't remember the story at the time. And then like afterwards, I'm like, oh, I remember that story now. It has to do with their landlord in Seattle was this big Italian guy named Mario. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I guess he was him. nice to them. Nintendo him. always does that. When somebody's nice to them, they make him a name and they make him a character in a game. Yeah, and they're like watching him fix fix a plumbing one time in their their, their apartment. And when they're staring at his crack, they're like, you know, that would make a good video game. Yeah, they make a good game. Anybody have any crack? <laughs> we need more crack. No, I've got one more because I want to beat a dead horse. Um, I actually got a couple more, but I just got one more on its list. Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Oh, you knew that one was coming. But you don't like any of the Mortal Kombat, so you should say that they should they should have stopped before they made the first one. No, no, I think the first one's okay. I think, in a way, I, I think that when it came out, it was shocking enough to where it's different, and people were like, oh, this looks like fun. The problem is when you get past all the shock, I mean, the the differences between the characters were just their special moves. So you could just use whomever you want and their fatalities. And then you get to the second one and it kind of is the same thing, even though it has the best Mortal Kombat character appears in it. Um, But then you get to the third one and the run feature really makes the game suck bad. The third Um, game sucks. 
And then they had to release Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 because the third game sucked. And that's the one that, and you know the third game sucked because whenever they release a compilation, they don't include Mortal Kombat 3. They include Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. So even they knew that 3 sucked. (laughs) Well, one thing I hated about 3 was it studied how you played. So, like, you'd beat the first guy, like, so super easy. Like, it's, like, double flawless. And then the second guy would just beat you double flawless. And that really sucked. And also the run action was garbage. And that opened up so many of those other crappy run games, like, was it Killer Instinct? Where you run, you're doing, like, 97 hit combos. The only game where a run button, only fighting game where a run button makes any kind of real sense is like a wrestling game. If it's not a wrestling game, then what the hell do you have a run button? Wrestling button, maybe a, a brawler. Because like, or, or a brawler where you're trying to like, where you have to do some platforming. Yeah. But if you're doing just a regular one-on-one fighting game, I mean, there's no ropes to hit. You're not gonna do a, a, a you know a suicide dive. You're not gonna do any any wrestling moves. What the hell? You don't need a you don't need a run button. Mm-hmm. There's no need for it. I, I I didn't understand the block button either. I'm like, what do you have a block? I never used the block button. Yeah, I never back. used the block. What's that? Just hold back. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what you do in Street Fighter. Yeah. Well, the, controls, the controls in Street Fighter made a lot more sense than the Mortal Kombat controls. I just like Mortal Kombat because you get to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is that in order to kill them, you have to win, and then you have to put in the special code to do it, and then you watch the same killing basically all the time. And then they got all the stupid ones like friendship and babality and stuff like this. It's like it's, it's friendship. And then Mortal Kombat was it Mortal Kombat six or five where it changed it to where you now had different fighting styles. And that was just, it didn't feel very fluid. Well, now in the new Mortal Kombat that's coming out, um, all the female fighters, uh, there's going to be even amount of female fighters and male fighters. And also um, some of them will be, uh, will be white and some of them won't be. And the white characters are going to have lower uh, stats. And the male characters will also have lower stats. That's going to have Antifa. Antifa is one of the characters. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the new characters being introduced. It's going to be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Mm. <laughs> Takes place in Portland. Yeah, that's actually that's one of the one of, that's one of the stages is Portland, and uh, there's um, there's Antifa and the protester. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The protester. Cop. The protester uh, you would think would show up with um, with, a, with a picket sign, but they they, they, they have a gun. Uh. If 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 you beat your character and you're playing as Antifa, then they're gonna sit down at a uh, at, at a table eating dinner, and then and then the Antifa guy, your character will walk up and try to make them uh, do some sort of uh, Antifa salute. Will will harass you until they until he does it. No, the. Uh, it, instead of uh, it, it, they added an, uh, a new one, um, humiliation. This new humiliation thing is it's, it's the, 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 the fatality for Antifa. Antifa will have you wash their feet. <laughs> and while they, the while they YouTube it. Well, they YouTube it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not to get political. 
Not to get political. Yeah, well. But I mean, I saw, I probably, on my last trip, I I think it was, was it Mortal Kombat 11 is most of the recent one, or 12, one of the two? It's 11. 11. I'm pretty sure it's 11. It's like, here's a video of all the fatalities in the game on, like, I'm going through my Facebook feed. I'm like, well, thanks. I don't have to buy the game anymore because I just saw them all. I love it when they do that with movies, and they literally show you the whole freaking movie. And it's like, coming this winter, a boy and his dog. Oh, look, it's a dog. Mom, can I keep him? Together they grow, and the dog shows the boy how to love. I didn't know how to love until I had you. But then, all things have to come to an end. Oh no, Rory's not feeling well. I'm sorry, son, but Rover had to go go upstate. Oh, we're sorry, Life son. Is because he's got rabies and he needs to feed. We had to take him out back. <laughs> oh, Yeller. Oh, Yeller. <laughs> oh, Cooper. Uh, it's it. He should have done that story so much better. He got to the, the boy, the dog, taught the boy how to love. And the boy gave his dog his virginity. <laughs> the boys also taught the dog how to love a different kind of and, and you know, you see the dog, you see the, you see the boy on the ground on all fours, the dog over him going, ruff, ruff, who's the master now? I had a, okay, so like my, my mom's old dog, like her old, old dog, this dog, Nikki, we we're all pretty sure that Nikki was gay. Because uh, every time another male dog would come over, he'd, he'd hump it. Uh-huh. And one time my buddy Nick was over. And we're we're writing uh, we were doing a show at the time and we're we're doing a writing meeting and Nick's just like on the floor just trying to think, and the dog walks over to Nick and goes and mounts his arm and starts starts screwing his arm, and he had the most evil look on his face while he was doing it like he was like ah, like he was enjoying it way too much it was this weird I don't want to say evil it was just a funny weird look on his face like the dog was just way too into it. I thought you were going to say, like, he was laying on the floor and the dog went and tried to, like, mount him. Like No, he mounted his arm. He was just mounting. He literally was, like, because Nicky was a small dog. And he walked over and he just mounted Nick's arm and started fucking Nick's arm. <laughs> and the look at the dog's face was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen at that point in my life. Might be still no. Every other stuff has been more. Ever since I watched the debate the other night, uh, that now that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, Mr. President, that debate, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, no. It's like, no, no, man. You just reset the whole scale. Of the funniest stuff I've ever seen in my life. You just completely reset the whole thing. <laughs> you knew, like, before it even started, you knew it was going to be just a comedy. To tell you the truth, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, are they even going to be in the same room together? Or is this just going to be two TVs side by side and they're going to be in different rooms because of COVID? Uh, is there going to be an audience? You know, and they ended up having a small audience and they were in the same room together. They didn't shake hands, but they don't like each other anyway. So who cares? Yeah. And I'm like, well, they don't like each other. Trump's an asshole and Joe Biden has a temper. Mm-hmm. 
I thought that what he would do is I thought that uh, Trump would be would have been trained to get Biden to lose his cool. Mm-hmm. Which he did well, do, but that, yeah. I thought that would have been the point of it, not a side effect. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like if you make him lose his cool, Biden swore on tape before. You get him to swear on national TV. That doesn't look good. You know, that, that's what I would have done. I would have done. I would have just like poked the bear, not talk over him every possible chance you could. Uh-huh. Just poke, him. get him upset, get him really upset. So, you know, imply that he's stupid, imply that he's slow, you know, say stuff, get him riled up. Mm. And he did that. But then he didn't shut the fuck up. So yeah. you get him riled up and then shut up. Shut mm-hmm. up. You don't sit there and get the, you don't get the beehive going and then keep breaking the beehive. <laughs> well, yeah, and from what I heard, Trump actually did that. Biden actually told him, you know, shut up. So I mean, Biden was giving the hint, "Shut up," so that I could I could say something that's, that's going to make called, me look bad. But Trump kept going. Biden called he called him a clown. Mm-hmm. If you look through that whole thing during the whole, I mean, if you, somebody will hear this and they'll like, well, he said in some speech. I'm not talking about some speech. If you listen to the debate, Trump doesn't insult biden with a nickname or anything the entire time he doesn't call him a clown doesn't call him slow doesn't call him anything like that he just you know he doesn't the whole thing what i found surprising biden on the other hand had all kinds of nicknames for the president you know he called him a racist using those words which you can that's illegal i can imply that you're racist but i can't come out and say that you're racist because then all of a sudden that's liable because now I have to prove it. Yeah. I used to watch this show called Penn and Teller's Bullshit, and they used to call everybody an asshole. And then one time they explained why they call everybody an asshole. And they said it's because we can't call somebody a thief. We can't call them a liar. We can't call them, you know, we can't call them a racist. Because that's all stuff we have to prove in a court of law if they ever decide to sue us. But if I called them an asshole, that's just my opinion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so ridiculous. It's, they're not a walking around talking actual physical fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people could be. <laughs> so you can call anyone an asshole and not get sued for it because, really, am I calling that person like there's a big butt cheek that's walking around and this little tiny asshole talking? No. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not like it's like like Jim Carrey talking out of his ass in Ace Ventura. It's not that. <laughs> so at this point, I think it's a good time to say it's time to call this one. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also call it the clean version. You can call somebody a jerk because we don't have we don't have soda jerks anymore. So yeah. You're a jerk. You have to prove that I work at the pharmacy giving people soda. Go ahead, prove it. <laughs> Are we not? Uh, no, we're not off yet, but we can be off if you want. Let's get off right now. I'm ready to get off. I just stopped recording. When you get to, off. It's trying to stop. It's, it's, it does not want to stop. Now that you said that, the recording Where do you want to, to Where do you get off? 
Where do you get off? <laughs> I don't think this recording's gonna stop ever. <laughs> what a soda jerk. <laughs> so so yeah so so this is for for you for for the new subscribers you're getting the uh, VIP treatment right now. Our recording will just not stop. It doesn't want to stop. It's never it doesn't ending. want to stop. Let's try that again.